Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Good. How are you? Good, good. So I believe we're talking about storytelling through images. Yes. That's kind of a what a wedding photographer does quite a bit. Well, yeah, it kind of is actually. It's, it's a little bit exciting. <laughs> a little bit exciting. <laughs> and, and I think that for people who may be starting out in, in photography, they, they don't always grasp, it takes a while for them to grasp the storytelling yeah. element of, yeah. of being a photographer. Yeah. And as a photographer, that's what you're doing. You're, you're basically telling stories. Yeah, yeah. Through those images. Yeah. Um, and I was just just in the break there while we we're just catching our thoughts. You actually showed me a little video you put together mm. of um, and it has some beautiful, thank you, beautiful thank moments you. in there because yeah, there was little bits of detail in there that told the whole that told the story. Like they, yeah, you could see what was happening from yeah elements of things getting ready and. Yeah, and I think I also recognise from from speaking with you about it that there was some key elements that I potentially could have incorporated that I hadn't yep. um, because I find that um, that with wedding photography it's it's really important to tell your story through through images and I liken it to a visual language. So yep. it's about telling the story bit by bit and part by part so each image will represent a different stage of the yep. day. I'll tell, I'll tell you a story. This is this is a story from one of our travels overseas. And, yeah. Um, we've got twin boys, and identical twins. Anyway, they were eight years old. Anyway, so I was in South Korea. We are in Seoul, walking down the street, and Bailey was, you know, so eight years old, and we walked past like a news agent's mm-hmm. newsstand. And there's all these Korean newspapers. And Bailey turns around to me and says, Hey, Dad, at least the pictures are in English. <laughs> he and would have meant that too. <laughs> he did. And, and I thought to myself, you know what? Yeah. So, so, but what it does, pictures are a universal language. Absolutely. So yeah. You can give anyone a picture, show yes. anyone in the world, doesn't matter what they speak, they could speak South Korean, yeah. they could speak Japanese, whatever. Yep. And if there's something, if there's a story in that image, mm. it crosses over all the boundaries of mm. language. Mm. And I think it's also you've got to think about interpretation as well, which is a really important element of storytelling in your photography. So, um, like you've just brought up newspapers, so documentary journalists, yes. so journalists, uh, what's the word for it? Sorry, I've lost my words today. <laughs> <laughs> a photographic journalist, is yes. that the right word? Photojournalist. Photojournalist, gosh, goodness me. Um, <laughs> So a photojournalist will take photos very differently to to just to have, as a to family have, photographer exactly would. because what the photojournalist is trying to do with his images he has that one one image to tell a whole story that's right so so say for instance he's sent out on an assignment to go capture um, you know say a, a protest in in the city so, <laughs> right, which, which, there was one this morning at eight thirty wasn't there <laughs> yeah I, be, I believe so in Brisbane we're, we're based in Brisbane um, but so for that image to get published say in a newspaper or whatever yeah he's got to be able to grab something that will heal her i'm not going to mm. discriminate here who mm. the photographer has to grab something that tells a story of what's happening yeah and it could be and and from the story you can and this, let's kind of use a protest as a bit of an idea yeah so th- there's a couple of different ways if i was sent out to shoot that how i might tell the story 
So, so I might try and tell the story from the point of view of the protesters and what yeah. they're trying to do. Yeah. But I also might tell it from the point of view of the frustration of the people who are inconvenienced <sighs> by the by the protest. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, the, they're the kind of casually people trying to get to work. They have to be yeah. get to their job on time. Yeah. I've been caught out several times and been late for meetings recently. Yeah. From be- it. yeah. Because because something's, something, someone's protesting or whatever and, yep. and they're causing it up. So. There's there's not just one way to tell that story. There's yeah. multiple ways to tell yeah. the story. The other thing you can tell the story too is think about this. And um, I've quite often um, travelled around the countryside. And one of the popular places I've been to Canberra quite a bit. And when I'd stay in Canberra, I'd always make a pilgrimage every morning. I'd stay quite close to Lake Burley Griffith, and uh-huh. very cold in Canberra. But I'd get up and I'd walk typically about four thirty in the morning. Down to like to the shore's edge to take yeah. to take photos of the sun coming up. There's usually fog and it's a really yeah, nice scene. And there's quite often people out there on their, you know, kayaking. Mm-hmm. They're really keen. Um, <laughs> but as I'm walking through the park, yeah, quite often I'll stop and I'll photograph, and there'll be there'll be might be in the previous night a group of people have had a little impromptu party, and there's all the telltale signs of <laughs> of that there, and you photograph that. Because yeah. it tells a story yeah. about it, what what's happened here, yeah. and people can start to think about. Oh, a group of friends have got together. Yeah, you know, they've had a few drinks. They kind yeah. of kick back in the park, and you can kind of visual start to visualize what that might look like. Yes. So it's different ways, like I said, to tell a story. Like it's not just there's no one way to tell a story. No, no, there's, there's definitely not. Yeah, yeah. You know. And look, you know, from a from a wedding photographer's perspective, it's like yeah, you've got some things that you want to tell because, um, you know, the kiss is a part of the story. Um, there's lots of other things, but there's lots of mm. other things that you can grab along the way. Mm. That that how this couple might have met. There may be yeah, yeah, some references to you know they might have met on a trip, so you, they might have some souvenirs from that trip that you yeah. might might. Have talked to them about, and they said, "Where did you meet? Well, we met in we met in Bali. You know, we were both backpacking around, and yeah, you know. So sometimes there's a story in those items. Yeah, and one of the things I guess, like in regards to that, I used to take, I would ask couples questions like that, and definitely ask them, especially if I was taking photographs of maybe the groom or the bride getting ready in their own home. Yeah. I would ask them if they minded me taking photographs around the house yes, that really yes. represented them as a day, yeah. their relationship for that, like that day kind so, of so I'm just, Yeah, I'm just, just, I'm just thinking crazy, my crazy mind just going all places. So I'm thinking in the future, what's going to happen is, let's <laughs> let's put the clock for ten years. <laughs> you're, you're, you're working for time, <laughs> and you say, anyway. how, how did you meet? You'd have to take a picture of an iPhone and, and Tinder. <gasps> Tinder. Oh my <laughs> lord, you would too. <laughs> But it, but it's true. We we are now photographing Tinder couples. Yes, I yes. photographed a, a couple that met on Facebook. Yes, yep. Um, it, there are so many different ways that people are meeting these days. Well, it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and like I said, it's so so the um. And I think one of the interesting thing about um, as a photographer and telling stories, there's so many stories to tell. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's not like you can't ever run out of things to photograph if you if you're a storyteller yeah you know what i mean you can't ever because life is just one continuing story yeah it is it is and i think as a photographer like it's really important that you understand the fundamentals of telling a story through your images yeah 
Um, depending on what type of photographer you are, of course. Like yeah. if, you're, if you're a real estate photographer, not necessarily. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I beg to differ there because oh. if, if yeah, you think about this, if you're if you're marketing a house and you're selling the house that's got a really good entertainment center, yeah, really pool, you know, set the scene, set the scene, set the scene. Set the scene. You know, this is like. This story is lifestyle. Buy this house mm. and you're going to have this amazing lifestyle where you can laze by the pool. Yeah. You've got this beautiful tropical little back garden. Yeah. So you kind of can. Yeah. and When you think about it. There is an amazing kind of, I, I, I want to call it a movement, but I don't I don't assume by any, any stretch of the means that it is. But there's this lovely trend at the moment for photographers to take a more candid approach um, and a more documentary style approach. Yeah to whatever scenario they're photographing, whether it be a family session or whether it be a wedding or um, any other thing like an event. Um, and I think it's really important for, for clients to also understand that those types of photographs cannot always be that easy to capture. Yes. Yep. Like candid photography and document photography are quite challenging, especially now. Yes. And, and you know, one of the skills you have, and I do a lot of street photography. Yeah. And I know exactly what, you, you know, what, what you're talking about because yeah. – you, you need to be able to react really quickly. Really fast. Really fast, capture the moment, see something. Yeah. Um, you need to be able to read a scene and anticipate what's going to happen, happen. as well. Yeah. That's right. You know, what are they doing? And yep. look, getting back to a story that I remember a, um, a portrait photographer was talking about and mm-hmm. this portrait photographer had been asked to photograph this family mm-hmm. and, you know, they say never work with children or animals. animals. Right, the golden rule of photography, one on one. Anyway, so so this family had a young girl. She had a dog. The parents wanted the photos. The little girl didn't really want to be in the photos. Oh. She wanted to play with the dog, right? Okay, but yeah. the, but the brief was, we want family photos, pose, da 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 da. I want some pose pictures of my daughter, yeah. blah blah. And the photographer's looking, saying, trying to get, trying to get that to happen it just wasn't happening yeah because the little girl kept going back playing with the doll yeah so the photographer just thought you know what this is this is pretty amazing Let's this is pretty amazing pictures. yeah and, and captured some of that interaction of the little girl playing with the dog when she's finished the shots and she's you know delivered the shots said well look here's your, here's the shots from the shoot which ones yeah. do you want to purchase which ones do you think that you purchased the ones with the dog the one with the dog because the girl was happy, happy. She was excited. Yeah, there was there was a real connection there yeah. that you could actually, and that connection was captured in the yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. So the story was there. Yeah, and, you know, the story wasn't really the little girl didn't want to sit in the chair in this, you know, nice pink dress. Oh, and I tell you what, that is just the, it's just the pits for everybody involved when you've got someone who doesn't necessarily want to be photographed. Yes, and you've trapped them in this scenario where they need to be photographed. And, and sometimes, as a photographer. You've got to say, you know what I think, let's just try this. I think maybe this would look better if we actually shot a few shots like this. Yeah. Um, And then a lot of times people will then, when they see it, they'll, they'll actually get it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. It can be really hard for some people to conceptualize what you're talking about when it comes to storytelling yes. through imagery. It can be really challenging. And um, like a really good example, I went to a newborn shoot last week. Um, and I approached it how I would normally do a newborn shoot. And at one stage, I actually walked out of the room to grab some more equipment, came back to the room and just could really see a beautiful moment between the mother and the child yes. where she was feeding the baby. Yes. 
And I just asked her quietly, I said, look, do you mind if I take some photographs? It's not going to be anything invasive. You will not be exposed. Yes. And I stood outside the room and took the photographs as if I was looking in. And that's beautiful. And And that's a beautiful technique. That's Just gorgeous. That that technique of when you're someone on the outside looking in works really well. And it can be such a beautiful way to uh, talk about what what you can see yes instead of an invasive let's try and pose these people let's put them in awkward scenarios let's wrap the baby up which admittedly they were all things that i did in the shoot but these my favorite part of the shoot was those little moments that i caught between the mother and the baby before i finished up it was in the last 10 minutes yep and as as photographers get more skillful telling stories sometimes the you think you see the initial story, so you see some. Oh, okay, I get it. And then you start looking. Oh no, hang on. Yeah, there's so much more involved. There's here. something else happening here. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, look at this. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, your mind's actually going through, and you're trying to put all this stuff together. Yep. And rightly or wrongly, and sometimes as, as a photographer, what you'll do is you won't tell the whole story. So you'll you'll give some clues, mm. and you let mm. people fill in the blanks. Yeah, absolutely. And which is a people, really good technique as well. It is. It is. And so people will fill it in quite often. Something that means something to them. Yes. They'll connect something that's close to them. Yeah. And they connect with that image. But yeah. you might look at it and connect in a different way to absolutely. how I can. Absolutely, it's like a piece of art when you've got a group of people looking at a piece of artwork in a gallery. Everybody's going to have a very different interpretation of that piece of art. Yep. Some people are going to love it. Because of colour. Yeah. Someone's going to love it because of the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's going to love it because just um, just the items in the in the piece of art. Yeah. So people love it for different reasons. And, and photography is no different that people will like a photo, um, the same photo, they'll like it for countless different reasons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have a look at Instagram as an example of people liking photos. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Instagram sometimes, it's one of those areas too where a lot of the image on Instagram lack the storytelling element. Yeah. Um, they're kind of sometimes the, the images are shot very predictably. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the picture of the girl walking away, you know, she's, she's okay, what's she's Walking where? Where's she going? What's she what, doing? What's she doing? But, but, but it's kind of. <laughs> oh, but that's a pretty dress she's wearing, of course. Yeah, we're I on mean, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, um, I remember I remember looking at, um, and I think you've got some shots like this where mm. you have the bride and groom and they're walking down a path or a roadway. Yeah. And you've shot from behind. Yeah. And I think the, the beautiful thing, I look at that and I'm going, here's a newly married couple. They're on a brand new road. This marriage is a brand new road. It's mm. totally new to them. And they're walking this road together. So they're done walking down that path and they're, they're kind of going into the unknown, to, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes an image can actually... You can see that in the image. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I think, like I said, for, for people who like first start out with photography, one thing you can do to learn about storytelling is look at other people's images. Yeah. Look at some of the, go and look at some really successful photographers, have a look at the image and it might just be, maybe it's not just a speech scene. Yeah. Maybe it's actually... Something else is happening that the photographer actually wants to tell you, but sometimes you've got to just have a look at that image for a bit longer and just see what you can see in there. And all yeah. of a sudden, you might you might see the lifesavers that you didn't notice that are dragging someone out the water, or something else that you've you know you didn't actually see. Yeah. And like I said, 
when a story starts to unfold, as you said before, sometimes it just unfolds in front of you. Yeah. And you've got to be camera ready. Yeah. Yeah. I find myself, uh, especially on a, a wedding day with uh, wedding couples, and I find this more so when I'm a second shooter rather than a solo shooter, I ask a lot of questions yeah. because you want to know as much as you can about those people and what is important to them. I think, you know, the thing, I'm, this is observation because I've been a second shooter right, mm. on different gigs. You kind of actually, when you're the first shooter, you're kind of really zoned in on what's in front of you. That's your world at the moment. Yeah. So you're looking through the lens and you're seeing what's happening in front of the lens and that's what you're concentrating on. Yeah. As a second shooter, you're actually back and your your scope is much wider because you can see. That every- will depend on who you're working with, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can see all the other stuff. So yeah. So over there, there's Granny is she's sobbing away because it's such a happy moment. Uncle and Bob over there drinking too many wines. He's having too many wines. God. But then yeah, you know, one of the one of the grandkids hands Grandma a tissue, mm. and Bing bang. Yeah. Beautiful moment. Yep. Captured. Fever. Yeah. But you've got to be ready. But when you're focusing, like I said, you can't always do it. And that's one of the things about street photography is a lot of street photographers will just find a spot. And just sit there. And just sit. Yeah. And you wait for a story to come to you. Yeah. And it always happens. If you sit long enough, something will happen in front of you. Um, it might be an exchange between two people. It might be um, a whole range, range, range of different things. There's another siren there, but we're yeah, going to keep. We'll push. Again. We'll push for it. Now, Terry, Terry's running. Um, steal the chocolate bars, I promise. <laughs> Damn, I found it. Um, but yeah, look, storytelling. Um, like I said, is it's, it's such an important part of photography, and once mm-hmm. you actually get it, it makes you look at photography. Well, you never look at photography the same way, do you? No, and it, I, it's making me realise that I need to uh, rehone my storytelling skills yeah and i think and, yeah and you can i think as you get old like as you get more mature as a photographer um the things that matter to you in your own life you can bring those elements into yeah. into the stories in your pictures but you know there's things that you can um see that you didn't see probably before um, Definitely, i know yeah. i know that with my photography I, I start to see so much more in an image yeah and and particularly um yeah, not so much in a landscape image, but images where there's people and there's interaction between people or interaction with their environment, mm-hmm. that's, you start to say, oh, okay, look at this. I see a sea of iPhones taking photos when they should be enjoying themselves. Well, that's true. And, and look, that's, 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 but that's a, that's a modern reflection and you're telling the story. That's, what society, that's where society is. You know, we touched on saying before about, you know, how do you meet Tinder? Um, <laughs> you know, that'll be the standard kind of reply for a lot of people um, in the future. But, yeah, the, the sea of iPhones is, is at any event now is a, is a thing. I mean, I got to, um, since I last saw you, I did this shoot at, um, at the RNA. We shot from the top of ridges. We're actually on the roof of the wow. whole amazing, amazing vantage yeah. point. A friend of mine, Richard, who shoots... Um, the RNA there was an opportunity to go along and shoot. Absolutely fantastic opportunity. But one of the things they do is um, is they encourage all the crowd um, on the second fireworks show is before it starts is they get everyone to turn their torches on on their phone. So I've got this, I've got this shot of the whole arena, and it's just all this sea of twinkle lights, twinkly lights. Oh, nice. So so it's yeah, it's interesting. But see, that's that 
that wouldn't have been possible 10 years ago, 20 years ago. <laughs> I remember early in the days of... Have a cigarette lighter. I yeah. thought it was smoke. Then well, be... yeah, remember when smoking got banned out of... Because I used to be a big music buff yep. and still am, but don't go to gigs that often. But in the early days of, of when cigarette smoking got banned in clubs... I remember seeing several people with cigarette lighter apps on their phone and they yes. would hold their phone up and there was a picture of a cigarette lighter lit, lit. on their phone. <laughs> it was brilliant. And I haven't seen that for, for years. People are taking photos now, which is such a shame. Yeah, well, quite often that's what you see at concerts. You see the sea of, of mobile phones and you can see they're filming. Yeah, um, why don't they just put the phone down? Enjoy the music because are they going to look back on that video? Are they going to watch it? I, I don't know. Look, that's the thing. I, I often, that's that's what I always ask myself. Are they going to watch that video is a, again? Is there a story there? Is have there they a, captured a story? Yeah, I don't think they have in good enough quality to get it back as good as it would be. I think for some for it. some people, like little snippets of that just is, is and, and why, why do we take pictures? Yeah. Quite often it's to spark memories yeah so you'll take particularly like people why would people want to have all pictures of their wedding day so they can relive the day over and over again absolutely why do you take pictures of any special event so you can relive it over and over again so it's kind of like that so yeah so look part of photographer's job is to tell stories and as you get better as a photographer your storytelling ability is also going to improve improve and and i suppose today we've got people are some people are you know, more understanding of, of storytelling and you see some brilliant examples. So mm. like I said to people, go out, look at some really successful photographers. Yeah. Go back, look at their portfolio of work and just look at them. But but take mm. don't just flick for their images. Stop on an image and look at that image and look all around in the frame. Yeah. And there might be, yes, there might be a, a point that the photographer has led you to to start with. But then in the left of the frame or the right of the frame, there's another element in yeah. there as well. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of trying to unearth that, find those little those little Easter eggs. People you, watching. Do you know yeah, I do, you, I do. You know I've only I, recently found out, yeah, like the little... Something hidden. So hidden, yeah. For people who don't know what an Easter egg is, a lot of software developers, when they develop software, would hide a special feature. And sometimes <laughs> on different software, it's holding down a, a certain number of keys in a particular sequence you know, um, a rabbit will jump, dance across the screen, disappear. Yeah. Uh, or something. But a lot of people did it and it was just kind of their way of putting their own little personal stamp on it. It became Easter eggs. So it's kind of like... movies now too. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like everywhere. Like there's yeah. quite a lot of stuff. If you... Anyone who wants to kind of, you know, you've got an hour to waste watching YouTube or something, just Google Easter eggs in movies and different things it's or like software. It's Wally, isn't it? Yeah, you'll, find, <laughs> you'll find all these amazing things out there. Yeah. So I think we'll wrap this one up. Um, images are a great way of telling stories. I know video is really strong at the moment. Like video is another way of telling stories um, and they tell the stories in a different way. But, yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes with a person doesn't have time to sit there and watch a five-minute video, but they can watch a couple of images. So in those couple of images if you've skillfully caught the story that conveys a very strong um i suppose what um to the viewer it's it's been a can emote get an emotion or it can basically you know send them a strong message basically yeah, absolutely yeah. so all right well thanks terry for no this edition um anyone who's um wants to 
leave us a comment. We're always happy to read comments or take any suggestions on board. Um, see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.